This is the day the Lord has made. Alleluia. Please turn your screen to gallery view now and turn, off your, turn on your camera if you are willing. And let's greet one another and scroll through the pages and see all the lovely red on this Pentecost Sunday. Please know that whether you've been worshiping for years or this is your first time worshiping with us online, whatever the color of your skin, whoever you love or marry, your gender identity, how you see the world, and whatever you're carrying in your heart this day, all the diverse feelings that we have, we bring them all and all of them are welcome in this community. So welcome on this festival Sunday of Pentecost. A reminder that we'd like you to remain muted through the service, but there'll be one time, particularly after this is the feast, that we invite you to unmute for this last time of the Easter season to say Christ is risen, um, alleluia. Also following the sermon will be Thanksgiving for baptism. And at that point, you're welcome as we have during the Easter season to hold up a bowl of water so all may see it. It is a beautiful Pentecost morning, a time to celebrate indeed, but we acknowledge our national context as well. Earlier this week, a very horrible week for our country, the death toll to the coronavirus passed 100,000. That would be enough. Then there was the death of George Floyd. Things are quite different from when the sermon was written and recorded several days ago. Anger is boiling over in our streets, fueled by a host of issues. The brutal murder of George is heightened by the health and economic devastation disproportionately borne by people of color, especially those who are poor. Racism is sometimes called America's original sin and brutal acts like we viewed online, th online this week go back years, decades, centuries. It is a time to grieve and lament, yet also to act speak out, organize, vote. Pastor Ben led a Zoom People's Lobby event yesterday with 10 Holy Trinity members present, and he would be happy to tell you more about their work. We invite you to join Holy Trinity's anti-racism work, a commitment that we've had for many years. There'll be an anti-racism meeting this coming Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. and the Zoom link is on our website and in the e-news. And of course, as people of faith, we continue to pray and offer our heartfelt uh, petitions to God. Though the chat feature during worship can be fun for some and distracting for others, we do invite you to use the chat today during the prayers and to offer your own petitions throughout the entire time of the intercessions, letting those cascade before the throne of God. And since we sing Alleluia in times of joy and lament and at our grave, we will now sing This is the Feast one last time on this, the 50th day of Easter. And due to the pandemic, since our chancel, chancel was not dressed for the Easter vigil, it has remained bare throughout these 50 days. But soon you will see it dressed in red today. Thank you. 
Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ, Christ is, is risen, risen indeed. indeed. Alleluia. 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 Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. 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 Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Almighty God, your only Son was taken into the heavens and in your presence intercedes for us. Receive us and our prayers for all the world, and in the end bring everything into your glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Sovereign and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Una lectura del libro de los números. Moses salió con todo el pueblo lo que el Señor le había dicho y reunió a 70 ancianos israelitas y los colocó alrededor de la tienda. Entonces el Señor bajó en la nube y habló con Moisés. Luego tomó una parte del espíritu que Moisés tenía y se le dio a los 70 ancianos. En cuanto el espíritu reposó sobre ellos, comenzaron a hablar como profetas, pero esto no volvió a repetirse. Dos hombres, el uno llamado Eldad y el otro Medad, habían sido escogidos entre los 70 pero no fueron a la tienda, sino que se quedaron en el campamento. Sin embargo, también sobre ellos reposó el Espíritu y comenzaron a hablar como profetas en el campamento. Entonces un muchacho fue corriendo a decirle a Moisés, El da y Medad están hablando como profetas en el campamento. Entonces Josué, hijo de Nun, que desde joven era ayudante de Moisés, dijo, Señor mío, Moisés, prohíbeles que lo hagan. Pero Moisés le contestó, ¿Ya estás celoso por mí? Ojalá el Señor le diera su espíritu a todo su pueblo y todos fueran perfectas. Entonces Moisés y los ancianos de Israel volvieron al campamento. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God.
reading from Acts. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now, there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and, and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are these not all those who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and the residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and the visitors from Rome, both Jewish-born and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking from God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? <laughs> but others sneered and said, oh, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and he addressed them. You, Judeans, and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. No. What? This is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days, it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and then your youth shall see visions, and your elders shall dream dreams. Even upon those enslaved, both men and women and all. In those days, I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. And then everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God.
Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Judeans, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. In your dreams, that's what today's readings feel like to me. In Acts, the apostles are in Jerusalem, all together in one place, awaiting the Spirit, physically close to each other, probably singing and praying, breathing in each other's energy. Now, we're kind of together in one place, but it's a place of grief, of uncertainty, of confusion. As one writer puts it, we're together facing a common threat that knows no borders. And in John, the risen Christ breathes the Spirit on the disciples. Can you imagine that today? Breathing on someone? And finally, in Numbers, the Lord comes down from heaven in a cloud and takes some of the Spirit that is on Moses and puts it on the 70 elders. Yikes! Would that kind of spiritual transmission even be safe today? In your dreams, so much of life seems that way today. Hard to imagine, far off, unpredictable. But for many, their situation is more concrete. Dreams deferred. Like young athletes preparing for the Olympics. Seniors anticipating prom, graduation, college. Couples excited about their summer ceremonies for their wedding. Plans for overseas travel. Dancers, actors, musicians preparing for audiences. A single mother who is just getting her feet on the ground and then loses a job. Dreams deferred. Dream on. Consider words by Langston Hughes. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load. Or does it explode? For the families of the roughly 100,000 dead, many unable to be physically present at the end. These are days of broken dreams, broken hearts. And for the families of George Floyd from Minneapolis and New Yorker Eric Garner before him, another I can't breathe moment. White brutality toward African Americans. We've come so far, yet keep getting news like this. 
our, our hopes and dreams, our passionate work for racial justice and reconciliation, all for naught? Some want to get back to normal, hitching our future to our past. Yet as novelist Arundete Rowe writes, nothing could be worse than a return to normality. Historically, pandemics have forced humans to break with the past and imagine their world anew. This one is no different. It is a portal, a gateway, he writes, between one world and the next. We can choose to walk through it, dragging the carcasses of our prejudice and hatred, our avarice, our databanks and dead ideas, our dead rivers and smoky skies behind us. Or he goes on, we can walk through lightly with little luggage, ready to imagine another world and ready to fight for it. Tell me the one about the virus again, then I'll go to bed. But my boy, you're growing weary, sleepy thoughts about your head. Please, that one's my favourite. I promise just once more. Okay, snuggle down, my boy, though I know you know full well. The story starts before then, in a world I once would dwell. It was a world of waste and wonder, of poverty and plenty, back before we understood why hindsight's twenty-twenty. You see, the people came up with companies to trade across all lands, but they swelled and got much bigger than we ever could have planned. We'd always had our wants, but now it got so quick. You could have anything you dreamed of in a day and with a click. We noticed families had stopped talking. That's not to say they never spoke, but the meaning must have melted and the work-life balance broke and the children's eyes grew squarer and every toddler had a phone. They filtered out the imperfections, but amidst the noise, they felt alone. And every day the skies grew thicker, till you couldn't see the stars. So we flew in planes to find them, while down below, we filled our cars. We'd drive around all day in circles. We'd forgotten how to run. We swapped the grass for tarmac, shrunk the parks till there were none. We filled the sea with plastic, because our waste was never capped. Until each day when you went fishing, you'd pull them out, already wrapped. And while we drank and smoked and gambled, our leaders taught us why. It's best to not upset the lobbies. More convenient to die. But then in 2020, a new virus came our way. The governments reacted and told us all to hide away. While we all were hidden, amidst the fear, and all the while, the people dusted off their instincts. They remembered how to smile. They started clapping to say thank you, and calling up their mums. And while the car keys gathered dust, they would look forward to their runs. And with the skies less full of voyagers, the earth began to breathe, and the beaches bore new wildlife that scuttled off into the seas. Some people started dancing, some were singing, some were baking. We'd grown so used to bad news, but some good news was in the making. And so when we found the cure, 
and were allowed to go outside. We all preferred the world we found to the one we'd left behind. Old habits became extinct and they made way for the new and every simple act of kindness was now given its due. But why did it take a virus to bring the people back together? Well, sometimes you've got to get sick, my boy, before you start feeling better. Now lie down and dream of tomorrow and all the things that we can do. And who knows, if you dream hard enough, maybe some of them will come true. We now call it the Great Realization. And yes, since then, there have been many. But that's the story of how it started and why hindsight's 2020. Dear Church, Pentecost is a time for dreams and visions, for imagination, for creativity. And to get us dreaming, consider the first Pentecost. There could not be a more inclusive community. Folks from every nation under the sun, Jesus' death behind them, they gather to inaugurate a new age. The Holy Spirit shows up in wind and fire, but more than that is this miracle. They can all understand each other in their own language. In a society that seems so divided, even amid our collective grief and anxiety, oh, that the Spirit could stir up in us a sense of unity and reconciliation. But there's more. Peter gives a sermon and he does an amazing job of reworking a text from Joel. Joel tells of a terrible tragedy, a plague, a forecast of death and destruction, a call for the people to repent and lament, yet Peter interprets it in light of new life in Christ, the wonder of a new age, God's dream of a redeemed humanity. Could this be the Pentecost that the Spirit is pouring out on us in all flesh? Our sons and daughters prophesying, our young seeing visions, our old dreaming dreams, imagining a new world? Could it be? Could it be God's dream for shalom, for peace, for unity, for reconciliation? Oh, people of God, it will take you and me it will take poets and artists. It will take scientists and politicians. It will take the medical and technolo technological communities. It will take scholars and theologians. It will take people of other faiths, communities of color, different ways of seeing the world, differing gifts and abilities. It will take us getting out the boxes and getting out of ruts. It will take dreaming big. And it will take openness, not to mention a dose of humility. In the headline of one recent article, no one knows what's going to happen. Why we should stop asking pundits to predict the future after the coronavirus. It's stressful to not know the future. I get it. Yet this is our great opportunity to get our egos out of the way and let the spirit blow among us, to let the fire of the spirit burn away the wreckage of what was as we await what will be. 
Will you join me in this dream? Will you join the Holy Trinity community to envision a new church, a new country, a new world? Use your imagination. Even as another black man cries out, I can't breathe, even as we hold our breath in fear and anger, Jesus breathes the Holy Spirit on us today. Even in quarantine, we are gathered together in one digital space in the Spirit of Christ. And as in the Moses story, that Spirit is being put on you so that you may witness to the mighty power of God, not only in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, but in Lakeview, in Hyde Park, in Evanston, in Connecticut, in Florida, in Missouri. I sense it deep in my bones. The Spirit is among us. The Spirit is already creating something new in our world. It is time for dreams and visions and a new Pentecost.
As we celebrate Pentecost, the 50th day of Easter, let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. Blessed are you, holy God. You are the creator of the waters of the earth. You are the fire of rebirth. You poured out your spirit on your people Israel. You breathed life into our dry bones. Your Son promised to send the Spirit to us, that the world may know your peace and truth. Your wind blows over us, renewing our faith and calling us to service in your name. As we trace the cross on our bodies, we remember our baptism. Pour out your Holy Spirit and breathe new life into us, our homes, the Church, and all creation. Through our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
a very blessed Pentecost to all of you. And we pray that our gathering this morning will empower us to more fervently live our baptism and to work for justice and peace in all the earth. We are so grateful for this opportunity to gather online for worship. Our church is open, love goes on, our work for racial justice continues. And we are grateful for your support of Holy Trinity. Normally in a worship service, this is the time that an offering would be collected. And if you give online or send checks to Holy Trinity, we thank you for your generosity. And here are ways that you can give online and also support the Elvina Moan Social Justice Fund to support people in particular need. And there is a way to do that at our website, indeed. Following worship this morning will be um, a social time, our virtual coffee hour. You're willing, if you're willing, you're welcome to stay for that immediately following worship. And then at 1045, we'll be having a half hour that we call our Sunday Small Bites Forum. We uh, spend a lot of time online, so we're making this a more abbreviated forum each week at 1045. And today's topic will be part two of considering communion and the challenge of how we celebrate communion in time of quarantine. Our final hymn was produced and sponsored by the Association of Lutheran Church Musicians. There are a lot of people singing and playing, but if you look closely, you may recognize a few from Holy Trinity. And as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, during the intercessions now, which will be read in different languages, you are invited to add your own prayers and petitions throughout this entire time on the chat feature. We continue now with the prayers. En este día en Pentecostes, unimos en oración para pedirle a Dios que envíe la benedicción santa a la iglesia, al mundo, y a todos que lo necesitan. Nusarli min ajil al kanisa trijamia anha al alam arumi akatulikiati al brutastanti al angelicaniati al ansirati al ingeliena wal mustaklina in ajil jamiatina Amen ajul kul min yahab anak. Ta'al ayuha ya'aruh al-kadus. Stelt mit urem atem die ganze Schöpfung wieder her, vor allem die von Schmutzern beladenen Länder und Gewässer und die Tiere, deren Lebensräume bedroht sind. Komm, heiliger Geist. Envie seu espírito aos líderes das nações, aos legisladores e aos juízes, para que os povos do mundo beneficiem de sua justiça e de sua paz. Venha, Espírito Santo. Visita omnes que compartaretor, desparato omni que sentiam que omnum faciam morte. Mite ad sanandum eus in quam cunque necessate presertum non recordar vor podibus eo. Veni Sancte Spiritus. Riporta in salute colera che hanno contratto il virus. Sostenere li operatori sanitari 
concedere il lavoro a coloro che sono disoccupati e aiutare i ricercatori a scioprire un vaccino. Vieni, Spirito Santo. Blagoslovi tiehto zakrančivaj školi i universiteti. Daj naši maladioži nadježdu na ih budušije. Pridi, duh svijetoj. Entre a notre nation et a nos églises, comment se connecter avec ceux dont nous ne pouvons pas parler la langue. Pour les locuteurs de toutes les langues sous le soleil, viens, Esprit Saint. Fogadiak, el ami dijere tet mindazokirant, akik ev sazadot ota hitek hitunk ben, as elche punkest ota, a keresztény történelem során és egészen ez a hétig, hogy a végén mi és a minden szentek örülök jelenléteknek. Jövel szent lélek! Kon ajudas kanfianza in tu amor, Dios toro pororoso, kolakemas a toros por kienes oramos in tu cuidado eterno. A través de Jesucristo, Nuestro Salvador y Señor. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
For 50 days we have celebrated the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ over the powers of sin and death. We have proclaimed God's mighty acts, and we have prayed that the power that was at work when God raised Jesus from the dead might be at work in us. I call upon you to live what you proclaim. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, will you dare to walk into God's future, trusting God to be your guide? By the Spirit's power, we will. Will you dare to embrace each other and grow together in love? We will. Will you dare to share your riches in common and minister to each other in need? We will. Will you dare to pray for each other until your hearts beat with the longings of God? We will. Will you dare to carry the light of Christ into the world's dark places? We will. May the Spirit who hovered over the waters when the world was created breathe new life into you. Amen. May the Spirit who overshadowed Mary when the Eternal Son came among us make you joyful in the service of the Lord. Amen. Amen. May the Spirit who set the Church on fire upon the day of Pentecost bring the world alive with the love of the risen Christ. Amen. Amen. And the blessing of the Holy Trinity, one God, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Go forth in the power of the Spirit to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now may the peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. And also with you. And also with you. And also with you.